to the local earshot podcast how you guys doing doing good doing, doing good, good. jonathan you look a little worse for wear this morning man how you doing i'm good man I'm, how, was your, uh, how was your friday night uh i went to uh the high low saw some bands and stuff um you know smoked a little bit drank too much and well, uh pitter patter let's get at her what'd okay. you see who'd you see let's put them on uh so there's the lost in and then there was another one called black mag um magnet which uh, was like a very industrial, like uh, Nine Inch Nails, Toolish type stuff. Ministry, like, maybe a little Ministry, influence? yeah. There was, cool. a, there was a lot of influence of like uh, those type of artists and stuff. And then and uh, kind of had that whole feel of um, like NWO's like Ministry type background with the chants and stuff happening in the background. Anthemic. Yeah, so. Cool. Well, we'll put a couple of their tracks on. We'll, we'll get some exposure for them. We got this one here too, The Lost End. Are they from out of state? Uh... I think they might be. Um, I've would have to uh, look it up. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, they're here. they're because like, uh, I know I know uh, a lot of traveling artists go through the high low um, that are and right now, actually a lot of the bands are picking it up and they're moving a lot of stuff over there because um, uh, last night was dark dancing too, which uh, the only way to explain dark dancing is it's a dark room and they play like goth and tech, like um, and like industrial type music. So that's okay. probably what those artists played. Uh, but the um, but the room in the high low is not dark, so it's, it's kind of weird because it was like there's like a bunch of like colored lights and stuff, and everything has like a lot of color to it. So, so dancing, just dancing. Yeah, so it's just dancing. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people dancing, all you know, like gothic. Hey, and, that yeah. sounds like a party to me, man. I mean, good times, a good time, I guess. We got guests in with us today, our usual. Wofford, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for having me on again. Ah, you seem to be pretty popular guest so you're doing something right i mean either that or they got uh, poor choice and uh what they enjoy <laughs> we tried to convince them of that i mean <laughs> but yeah um, uh, who what's the name of that uh, that uh company out in pittsburgh the artists represent uh, uh it's um aic or uh, mic mic yeah the music um industry connected yeah those they, they reached out to us after watching the, your, your last episode so Congratulations! You're an officially an artist. I I appreciate it. A lot of hard work and determination has went into this to get me where I'm at today. Asher, how you doing over there, man? Just hanging out, you know. Been know, working man. a lot. Don't have a lot going on. Don't have a lot going on. No, so it. still can't come up with a label for us. Well, you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I get better every day. I feel more confident in the fact that I can actually draw now. So I feel like. We're not far off. We're not far off. Well, we'll get to go here. Like I said, our our one year is February, and that's when we're really going to start uh, hitting it. Well, picking a a path to go down. Like right now, we it's have a, we got a lot of options, and it's like we're trying to figure out like what's the best. And we gave ourselves a by the one year mark, we want to be at that next level. So definitely need to get a. A solid label, something we can put on a T-shirt. You know that'll be the next step. So, if you think of something, draw it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, 
You got some exciting things coming up in in the Oklahoma uh, central area. If you're looking for a gig, uh, whatever your feelings on COVID are, don't really matter at this point because there's gigs to see. So hey, you can go. Uh, this one I saw coming up is it's uh, it's called the Halloween Weekend House Show, but it's not Halloween Weekend. It's uh, <laughs> it's the every uh, every week is Halloween. In well, yeah, for that, yeah, for sure. Uh, this is actually next weekend, which would be the 23rd? Yes, 23rd. Um, costumes welcome. Basically, it's got a bunch of local bands, Limp Wizards, Cheap Kites, King Pink. Never heard of them. But uh, <clears throat> 8908 North Military Avenue. You need a mask, which costumes are encouraged. So uh, I'm seeing a loophole right there. If, there I'm, if I'm seeing one, <laughs> costumes encouraged. But masks are also required. So... Win-win, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, well, that's all I got. You guys go. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, go. What you been up to, man? How's your week? Oh, it's going, man. Uh, I'm coaching wheelchair basketball these days, right, uh, in the Oklahoma City area. And all so- right, before we uh, <clears throat> dive too deep, this time we, we have to actually make it vocalized. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am an amputee. Yes. I, uh, if, I, if y'all want to hear the story on how that all happened, uh, there is an episode. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was my first episode on, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, where I tell the whole story, but we did kind of joke, and it, it was an ongoing thing for a while, that I told the entire story and never told that the old end result was that they had to amputate my leg uh, through a bunch of injuries and... Uh, some medical complications, but yeah, I am an amputee. I lost my left leg in Baghdad back in '04. Uh, now I went into wheelchair basketball. That helped me out a lot. Uh, I would. I mean, that was a, a significant part of just the whole rehab process. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. Like it. I mean, anytime something that big happens to you, you know, you realize there's a big dynamic switch in your life. You know, you can't not change from something that big. So. For me, I grew up being in sports and all that and being active. And so when I lost my leg, my first thought process was, like, I can't run. Right. You know? So, like, my thought process was my sports, that part of me was gone. And I identified so much of who I was with being an athlete that that was a tough spot for me. I was lucky enough that Disabled Sports USA and the Wounded Warrior Project were working jointly at the time. And they may still be, I'm not sure. Uh, but they were working jointly at the time with the Department of Defense and all of us coming back from Iraq with injuries to expose us to sports and all of that. And on a snow ski trip, downhill snow skiing, uh, we did a fundraiser where we played wheelchair basketball, and I fell in love with it. And came back to Oklahoma City, went to the VA, found a team, been playing ever since. Uh, been invited to Team USA tryouts, won national championship in college. Uh, uh, where was that at? The University of Wisconsin Whitewater. Uh, so, little school, but there's no separation D1, D2, and D3 in wheelchair basketball. So, we're a small D3 school in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin. And uh, our big rivals are the University of Illinois and uh, the University of Alabama. Oh, so you're, you know, just, like, you're just in there. Yeah, Missouri, <laughs> Auburn, all yeah. those big schools. So, they get, and they follow uh, their recruiting rules. They get full ride scholarships, out of state tuition, all that stuff. 
where we're D3, we follow D3 school rules, so we can't give out those scholarships. Oh, that sucks. But we're still competitive year to year. Like, I played four years in college. I won one national championship. And the other three years, we finished the season as the number two team in the country. So, so okay. Uh, and, like, anybody listening, me and Wofford go way back to school days. But uh, <clears throat> what is the difference... As an as an adult now, from the coaching perspective, versus being a, a pupil, so to speak, learning the game, playing the game. Uh, man, it's for me personally. I can say that it's the intricacies, right? The tiny details that happen within the sport that change everything. Like whether I'm putting pressure with on this part of somebody else's chair or this part of their chair, I can manipulate where their chair goes, and that manipulates where they're guarding me. So it frees up my advantages and vice versa, right? Defensively, I can put pressure here and that forces your shooting hand closer to me. It seems now like... I block. And I don't mean to interrupt you, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. But where do you call a foul? It seems like there's a lot of blurry lines there. You know uh, what I mean? It, it's a lot about positioning, right? If okay. I'm in front of you and I have position and you run into me, it's either going to be a no call or a foul on you, depending on how hard you are. But wheelchair basketball is definitely more of a contact sport than able-bodied ball. But the chair is considered part of the body, and uh, essentially if you come over and you touch me and you push my chair around and force it to go directions I don't want it to go, then it is technically a foul, but there's that gray area, right, because you can't call everything. So when I talk about, like, putting pressure here, like, if I slam into their chair in a certain spot, they're going to call it, but if I just ease into it and then put pressure, that'll slowly turn your chair, and then it looks like you turned it. Bumper car rules in play, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I think uh, as an athlete, when you're growing up young, you're just out there and you're playing sports and your coach is telling you these things and you're trying to absorb them as much. But I think you just don't see the big picture. As you much. don't see the game. Yeah. You see your position. Yes. Yeah, that's a good... Uh, and see, I think in high school, I moved around a lot, as, as I'm sure you remember. I played through high school, so freshman year to senior year, I played every position on the football field with the exception of kicker right i was never a kicker or a punter or a placeholder but i played every position on the line center guard tackle i was a tight end i was a fullback a tailback a quarterback a wide receiver a corner a linebacker a defensive lineman a safety like i literally played all of those positions throughout my high school career i was a fat kid i was just on the line I was just too stubborn to not do whatever, right? And I think for me, it was always about the bigger picture. What what can I do to help us? I'm the opposite. My I struggled so hard to learn my individual steps because, like, when we got into high school, now your your offense isn't just like, uh, oh yeah, you're either going to block straight ahead or pass block. You know, once you start getting into more complicated offenses, now it's like, oh, you're going to pull here, you're going to do this. These steps matter, you know, and it's like. Right. Shit. Took so long to be absorbed just in my position, I completely lost sight of the field, the entire X's and O's position. You know what I mean? I was, I was just stuck in what I had to do. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm getting at. So I think for me, because I did move around so much, that's kind of what fired me up to be a coach, to, to get into that. Because I did start to see the bigger picture, right? Because I know I'm doing this so that this guy can do this. Right, right. And But it goes even... Uh, deeper than that, right? Like it's so. For instance, a wide receiver that's an extremely talented athlete, right? 
He's going to go out there and he's going to run a route. All right, let's we run our post route. We run our seven to ten yards, forty-five degree angle towards the goal post, and that's your post route. Well, that works great if you're more athletic than that person. You're going to beat them. You're faster than them. They don't know where you're going. Fine. Well, if you're a little bit slower than them, or uh, they're quicker than you, now you've got to do something to create that space, right? So then you're not just running that ten yards and then forty-five. You're running that 10 yards, you're giving a head and a step fake right, away, right, right. and then you're coming back. So it's that thing right there. And knowing that I'm doing this for this reason, I think that's that next step, right? That's where you go when you get into coaching. And there's a lot more that goes on to it than that that isn't near as fun, right? You're keeping everybody happy, right? Yeah. you got to coach at their level. you got to meet them where they're at, which is what teachers will tell you, right? That's what teachers get taught all the time. you got to meet your students where they're at. You can't just teach your lesson plan. Uh, so when you're coaching, it's the same thing. So I got this game plan that I want us to do, and I want us to be able to do this, this, and this on offense and defense. Well, I've got to teach you a hundred other things so that you'll even understand the step to do this thing that I really want us to do. Uh, so it's it's seeing that and knowing and being able to hold yourself back and starting at step one and going to step two and three and four and five. When you're already at 12, because you know the stuff you know, you got to remember they don't, right? So you got to be able to pull your talent back or your knowledge back and simplify it for these kids. And I think that's the biggest difference between coaching and playing. Yeah, I would, uh, I would agree, man. I, I've, I've, I've learned that um, I can step into a position of leadership, but as far as a position of uh, teaching or coaching, that's not my place. I, I'm. Uh, I tried it with guitar. I can't. <clears throat> like you said, you have to dumb yourself down. It's not a nice way to say it, but it's true. You have to, like, you're learning this stuff, this advanced techniques and stuff, and now you have to go back and teach a basic G chord. It's just like, uh, I don't have the attention span for that. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me and you have talked about it, right? Yeah. When we start talking technicalities about instruments and music and all that, I'm, I'm going yeah. out, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> So for me to understand, you would have to be able to go to step one and then walk me into that. And like you said, you don't have that patience, so that's not your thing. So for me, I'm almost the opposite, right? I don't want to be the guy. I, I have no interest in being the poster boy of this or that or being the guy that puts up 70 points. Like, obviously, that'd be cool. But honestly, my focus is always and will always be is what works best for the team. So like if... I score two points and we win, I'm happy. If I score 70 points and we win, I'm happy. And that doesn't really change as long as I'm doing my part and I'm doing my role throughout the whole process. Well, that, that, that applies for team situations. What, what would your philosophy be? This is hypothetical, of course. But like in a fighter or boxer or an individuality sport versus a team sport. So I, I also wrestled. Uh, I boxed uh, with the Heath in high school. Yeah, I know them. Um, good people, man. Good, good yeah. people. Wayne, they, shout out to Wayne. <laughs> good dude, man. Uh, with with a lot of people, uh, they have gotten a bad rep because they take up for each other. They they're there for each other. Family is important to them, and they're not afraid to fight. So mm -hmm. they've gotten a lot of bad rep with a lot of people, but they are they are great, great people. Um, anyway, so I I have actually been there, right? I've I've done that. So. I, I think I did well in those sports because I'm too stupid to quit, right? <laughs> like, you're twisting me up, you're hurting me bad, and I'm just like, no. Survival like, mode, yeah. Yeah, I just got to keep going. Like, got to keep going. I think there was a, I read a deal on psychology uh, where they were talking about rats, 
they put rats in a like a pitcher of water and let them tread water as long as they could till they sank. Then they rescued them. And I think it was, and don't quote me on the times, but I want to say it was something uh, like, two hours. It was like uh, the first the first study, but it ended up being like sixty hours. I did the second it, part that you're talking. See, about. I was thinking Something it was like, like forty forty five minutes, right? So anyway, they oh, treaded water for yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, a period yeah, of time, yeah. and then they were rescued and then let to rest and relax and all that, and then did it repeated it later on, and. It was something crazy, like 16 hours they were able to tread, right? Yeah. Like this just unbelievably longer just amount of time. Just a little bit longer. So just you think this rat was willing to die at 45 minutes or two hours, whatever the time was, uh, the first time because he thought there was no hope, right? But then because he was, this is the psychological belief, is because he saw that when he gave up, like something saved him, right? So then when they go in the second time, they have this belief, if I hold on for just a second longer, something's going to get me. So that's why they're able to do that for that oh. one. And yeah. one, that's a beautiful thing for anybody uh, that's out there thinking that this is the moment that they need to end their own life or whatever. I didn't mean to shift focus or anything. but <laughs> I, Actually, my brain uh, did not even go there. Man, you're dark. All right. so, so, <laughs> so this is a great thing for those people, right? To know that like as long as you hold on a little bit longer, it's going to change, right? And so it's, it's believed that, psychologically speaking, that's why the rats were able to swim for so much longer is because they had that belief that all they had to do is hold on a second longer, and then every second they believed that again and again and again and again. Thought so loops. I think individual sports, uh, that's the way I was, right? It's like, all I got to do is hold on. If, if I hold on a little bit longer, he's going to quit, right? And as, once he quits, I've got it. So I think that's the way I always thought is it was more about mental toughness than athleticism for me playing sports i'm gonna out hustle you and i'm gonna be mentally tougher than you you're gonna quit before i do see i had that mentality of i can outwork any absolutely anybody but it, by the time that mind frame hit me it was already towards the end so my last two years was really fun but before that it just seemed like a fucking ton of work i was but i don't know something clicked eventually i got in either good enough shape <laughs> or something, man. It, 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 something happens, and it's just like, oh, light bulb goes off. I got it. Absolutely. And then you still don't get it. Coach still yelling at you. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, it's kind of the coach's job not to ever be satisfied, right? Because no matter where you are, no matter how talented you are, like there's room to grow. So if I let you rest on your laurels by telling you we're all peachy right where we're at, then we're never gonna get any better. Right. So it's my job to. Keep you motivated, right? I don't want you to think everything you do is garbage and nothing is good enough. But I also want to make sure that you don't get satisfied with where you're at. Keep dangling that carrot, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a few more minutes. We're, 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 we're uh, recording on Saturday out there. So uh, in Oklahoma, if you're not listening in Oklahoma and elsewhere, uh, we have all these things in Oklahoma that like to drop out of the sky and take your house with it. So <laughs> Take you to Oz. <laughs> We have to test our storm sirens every weekend, every Saturday at noon, and that's coming up. So I think you want to go ahead and just pause, and we'll get back uh, here in a few. Or how's the thing with Twitch work? I don't know how that works. Well, it just keeps going, but that's fine. Okay. Yeah, we're going to take about a 10-minute break because it tests at noon. And we are back. Sorry, everybody. We have to uh, We got to test those tornado sirens in this state, you know? I guess if you've never had your house taken away from you by the sky, you might not understand, but... 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a good way to describe a tornado. I like it. Well, I'm sorry, I lost track of thought. What were we just talking about? Uh, we were talking about the uh, Twitch stream we're trying to yeah, figure out. Yeah, uh, we're, we're testing that today with the video and stuff. That's our that's one of our next plans for the podcast production is to, to go video and, and try to work that out. So we're testing this thing on Twitch today, and uh, it's totally new to me, man. I know a little bit about YouTube and that, so maybe you can run me down on this this Twitch app and then what it's about. I know it's mostly video game stuff, right? Or yeah, that's it's how it started. Or it's how it started. They do a lot of video games, and then they have stuff like this, so they have like a... Uh, like a just talking tab or whatever, so it's people just doing that, chatting with their stream or whatever. I have a friend that is a personal trainer. She does exercises and stuff on her Twitch. Is it? Is it? All right. So what is it operationally different from uh, like the other ones? It's all live. If Twitch, I, you have, I would uh, say think uh, Joe Rogan experience. Right? He's got his video of his podcast. So that's that's essentially all you're doing is you're yeah, just I mean, putting the video a, version out. There's one that I follow. Uh, Nick the Rat is a is a um, uh, it's a podcast that's on. That's kind of a joking podcast. Yeah, I know. But uh, but uh, yeah, and he's on No Agenda streams and everything. But he not only does it through No Agenda streams, he does it through um, through Twitch. So if you if you subscribe to his Twitch channel, then you see him in the background and you see him like looking shit up and doing weird shit on the screen and stuff. While he's doing all this funny little voices and everything, because he he created a voice for the character. So sometimes he breaks character, but you don't see that through the audio as much you know like when you're listening to it and honestly like i just watched it the other day and he looks nothing like what i thought he did from his voice so that's that's why that's why i think it's interesting from the transition so does twitch have to be live it's it's a full live thing you can you can do pre-recorded so what what i was testing last night was i took an episode and i i took just our logo and then i pulled it in and said test run and then i and it was like half an episode i just uploaded it and then it just as a, as a recording and it's recording live so you can pre-record something and then upload it on there but the reason why live is really cool uh they have a chat line so people can oh, like yeah, can send yeah. you gifts they can they can subscribe to your page you can uh, do call outs uh to people like if they donate and things like that um and so i mean I, I think that like it's another thing and then also like uh stream labs and uh and then, like uh, the other app, you're like Restream. Uh, you're able to uh, connect it to all your social media accounts. So then, whenever we, if we want to go Instagram Live or we want to go Facebook Live or YouTube, all we have to do is just hit one button, and then it will do all of that instead of us uh, setting opening up all these different yeah, accounts, yeah, yeah. doing all that at once. Um, but there's it does it does get kind of choppy because whenever you're online um, live and you're talking to people. Uh, uh, you'll, you'll get chat lines going on in like Facebook Live, and they'll be wanting to talk to you or say hi or whatever. And then you'll have like uh, Twitch running, and then you'll have all these oh, different man. little platforms running in the background where people are chatting and stuff. And so um, the 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 way that No Agenda handles it is that they have a what they call a troll room, and it's basically just like a like a chat room where people can just like troll the show right, and, right but the cool thing about that is that you can learn about your audio audio quality uh you can learn about like things if you didn't know something or if like you know you're confused and you'd be like hey does anybody out there know what the fuck we're talking about and then <laughs> somebody will be like yeah that's uh the band blah 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 and you'd be like oh cool all right so that you know there's your answer but um it's more interaction with the audience basically that's kind of where 
I'm like, you know, we need to be more involved with the well, audience. Well, it's funny you said that because we actually inadvertently kind of did that with Gomez from Perseus mm-hmm. because he had a Facebook Live going in, a, in his cell phone. And there's like, there's little things you miss on a produced show. Absolutely. Like our conversation before we even got going. It's like, I mean, that's super interesting. And by the time the show starts, what were we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I kind of like that idea. The only thing I'm I'm a, I'm nervous about. No, oh, not nervous, just ignorant. I guess I need to learn what it's about, what it entails. Is, is going live with the difference in uh, how to present that versus a polished, edited yeah. uh, thing. You know? I mean, there's other there's <laughs> other rules, but I don't I don't see us getting too deep um, into it unless like the subject matter that we go into, but. Um, YouTube has rules on certain topics and words and things yeah, like that yeah. that you can't say. So, uh, and they, the worst thing they'll do is they'll de- I mean, they'll get rid of your account. But like the, I mean, the second worst thing they'll do they demonetize the video and basically put downrank it so they get rid of your uh, your likes on your. So like I, I've I've watched them live feeds on like uh, Tim Pool where they've literally said. Whoa! What the hell? And and they're reading it, and it's out of nowhere. They just like shut yeah, down their yeah. they shut down their super chats, and it was because the people in the super chats that and super chats another one that people can give you money and shit like walk during the show. And so what they do is they read the super chats at the end of the show. To, to, so like if you if you paid a certain amount of money, then they just read your chat. Uh, but they they literally shut down their super chats, which for them shuts That's money. down their money for yeah. them. Yeah. And so they're just cutting them out their pocketbook just for, because they were talking about something or had they, um, I think one, one of the episodes they had Alex Jones and they pulled the episode right halfway through and they said, well, why did you guys pull this episode? And they said, we don't well, like him. Well, no, it wasn't even, it wasn't that. They were like, um, he, he talked about things we didn't like and they were like, okay, so uh, we followed all your guidelines. What did he talk about? And they're like, something we didn't like. <laughs> You know, like, and so they didn't get no response, and that, that's the problem. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, one of my friends was telling me, like, "Yeah, you guys really got to get into YouTube and stuff like that." And I was like, "Man, I don't know about YouTube though, because like, I'll, I'll get on there and, and see how good of a run we can do, but it's literally a sprint with YouTube because you can get canceled real quick." If, on if we do YouTube, I would rather it be separate from the podcast. Like, it would be an entirely different show, a different format. It would be probably more video focused, I would think, if we're going to go with YouTube. Right. But just doing this kind of stuff. Right. Uh, and then like just it. uploading the episodes like in a, in a separate playlist is just as like full podcast episodes. That's different. But yeah. Um, but I'm also working on, I got a green screen at the house and I got um, the webcam set up at my little office room in my house. And so I'm I'm trying to set it up where I can it's quiet now and I can have the green screen so then I can start doing TikToks um, and which which um, I don't know if anybody ever watched MTV's uh, Music Minute. You ever watch that? Nah. Oh, it was like, like, like a loader. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah. It's like it's like oh, Music Minute. It's like news and the yeah, oh yeah, I do it's like that. Yeah. yeah. So I I'm, I think I'm gonna do something like that, but for local. Okay. So just yeah, local yeah, artists yeah. and just mention them. And, well, we definitely... Computer just crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's... So, uh, we can, we so yeah, if you were on the... Uh, uh, Sorry, guys. Like so we're not online anymore, right? Hey, uh, Tess is... Uh, That's the end of... No, 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 this is all good. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're still recording. Test so. is uh, complete. Just, just yeah. not uh, <laughs> being videoed now? Yeah, no, yeah. no video. Well, uh, I don't know, I had kind of a... Uh, saw this story, I guess we can end on this, it's kind of funny. 
a death metal band called Obvert played a elementary playground. I believe it's in Canada or France. It's uh, the name was very Saint whatever French, very very French hyphen slash French again. So it's somewhere in Canada or France. <laughs> But I read the story, and I'm like, okay. And then I saw the video, and I'm like, I don't know who Obvert is. I don't really like their music, to be totally honest with you. But um, to play an elementary school playground in the middle of a day, I'm 100% a fan. I'm all in on this band. <laughs> They're inventive, right? <laughs> We're going to find a show. We're going to find a gig. <laughs> we need it. Oh, dude, that's the best story of the day, I think. Uh, we've got Johnny Hollis coming up on October 23rd. That's next weekend. That's for a... That is a fucked up story. Did you... I sent you the link to that, didn't I? The, yeah. That little girl. Yeah, he sent me, oh. he sent me a thing. I was uh, I was going to share it, but I, I'm, I'm going to do a screenshot and then share it. Yeah, we'll get it up on the Facebook page yeah. this week, and that way it kind of give everybody a heads up. But uh, this girl, I guess her whole fucking family died from COVID. God. I'm like, parents, sibling, everything. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And Hollis sent me the thing, and I'm like, well, maybe we can do something to help her out get some people out there fundraisers so um we will have we'll put it up on the facebook page if you guys want donate go out there and see some music and uh help this girl out that's that's just i i couldn't even imagine i've lost two family members quote unquote natural causes uh not covid in 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 a matter of a couple of months apart this year and that's that that kind of sends you into a mind fuck that you know, never Absolutely. mind. Never mind both Absolutely. your parents and everything. Your whole family—that's terrible. But. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to lock myself up and stay highly medicated for a long time after my mother passes. And it's. I mean, I've yeah. always considered myself a tough dude. I talked about mental toughness earlier in the episode. I will 100 well, I mean, fall apart when that I, happens. So mental, I can't imagine mental toughness to that. And experiencing loss, I don't know where mental toughness helps you with that. That's fair. That's just something you you got to learn as it happens. Because I can I can tell you this: every every loss it hits differently. It's very weird. Because like my uncle and my grandpa passed away months apart, and it's just very weird how one if you're still dealing with one, and then another one hits you. It's like Jesus yeah, for sure. Christ, you know it's it's very weird, but. Um, and it's gonna happen, you know. That's the thing. <laughs> but death yeah. is an, ineb- an inevitable part of life. I will say, with uh, um, I'm quite a fan of the heavy medication and the marijuanas. Uh, but uh, that's another thing I like to get on in the future. Get some growers and learn a little bit about this uh, marijuana stuff we have going on here in Oklahoma. It's not too bad, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I I wasn't much of a smoker personally and until it became legal, right? Like I dabbled with it as a kid, but it wasn't really my thing and then it became legal. I at that point I hadn't had, well, I mean still, but I hadn't slept a 8 hours straight sleep in God knows when since 2004 when I got hurt. Yeah. So I started uh medicating to help with sleep cuz I remembered as a kid when I tried it it would put me out and I was like hey that's exactly what I need these days and so I started I got my license started smoking uh fairly regularly pretty much every night to go to bed 
then I started realizing how much it was helping with anxiety and everything else. Those, and, those little, the, the minor effects. Yep. You know, everybody always talks about the, oh, well, he's high, red eyes and whatever, all that stuff. That, that only lasts a few minutes, half an hour. But uh, the, if you eat an edible, well, that's different. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different. Thing. My eyes were red all night last night, and yeah, you ain't just like washing your face off and going on about your day after a couple of edibles. But smoking a joint, yeah. But but those that, the, the anxiety relief and the, those types of things they talk about really don't usually take form until after you've been smoking it for a while, and then that's when you notice it. Like, oh shit, you know, yeah. So that shit actually works. It's like I had a huge aha moment. I was kind of the same way. Like I'd always, it, it'd been around. I was more of a heavy opiate type of guy. I really liked those types of drugs back in the day. But uh, once it became legal and everything, I was still working at a job where I couldn't do fucking anything really because they tested you so much. But um, then I got my license. Now here we are. And I thought I was aware and I thought I was educated on all this stuff. And I'm not. Uh, there's so much out there. It's, it's. And I, I'm sure it's going to shrink too. Everything that's new, the newness is there, so it's going to be the big hot thing. And eventually, it'll come back down. Like mm-hmm. in California and Colorado and these places, it's not even, not even a big deal anymore. Yeah, I went on a spring break when I was in college back in 2010 ish, and uh, me and my girlfriend at the time went out to L.A. and we were out on Venice Beach and. We couldn't walk five minutes without somebody saying, hey, you want to come see the doctor? Get your card. <laughs> and then I've been back. I went, I think it was two years ago, I went for an invite-only, uh, veterans-only, uh, outdoor, three-on-three wheelchair basketball event on Venice Beach, on Muscle Beach. Cool. Uh, and when I was out there that time, it was not even close to the same thing. Nobody, I mean, you're still walking around next to everybody walking down the street smoking a right. joint, which was odd for me at that point, you know? But... It's it, it is definitely they. It's not the new thing anymore. They're not. Yeah. As it's I, just I, normal. It's bland. I've it's, noticed it becoming that way in Oklahoma because you've started seeing people openly possess marijuana, walk right by a police officer, and no interaction whatsoever. And I'm like, man, growing up in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. I never thought I'd have seen the day ever because it was Nancy Reagan. Just say no, dare, dare, dare. From kindergarten till fuck till now, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and Nancy Reagan failed. <laughs> drugs. I would Don't like you to talk about drugs her like for that. winning the war on drugs? <laughs> 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 well, you guys about ready to wrap this up. You guys got anything else? Got some music. Oh yeah, let's play those guys you went and seen at the high low last night. You which one you want to do first? Uh, let's do uh, Black Magnet. Black Magnet. Oklahoma City Band? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Who put the question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was just the screen on, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're Oklahoma. They're, they're, they're the shows like all over Oklahoma. So that Facebook, the Facebook post with Hollis yesterday when he was talking oh, about Reggie. Yeah, yeah, was like, yeah, that show was hilarious. He's man. like, I got to meet that cat talking about Reggie, the promoter. But that same weekend, I had a cat break into my house. So I'm like, well, I don't want to kill it. You know, I figured it was probably one of the neighbors, but nobody was home. So I set it on my countertop. You came over there. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And it ate some of my Rick Simpson oil off the, its marijuana extract. 
fell asleep behind the coffee pot, and then went home. So, not only do I have a ninja cat, it's a pothead ninja cat, <laughs> and it steals my weed. So, And then it runs away? He said that on Facebook, and that's what I thought he was talking about. I, mean, I posted a picture, told the whole story, and then Jonathan sends me a message. He's like, hey, I think he's just talking about Reggie, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> the guess. Because he's yeah. a booker, yeah. and, and, and they have similar personalities. And so I was like, I, I think I think he's talking about Reggie, man. That's good like, time. Uh, oh, my gosh. And that damn cat. It was still kind of out of it when we took it back over to the neighbors. Of- yeah, so uh, I actually have a, uh, a clone in my car. I was going to have you plant here because my cat keeps on trying to eat it i can so I, um, I put it in the like i got like given to me right it's runts um and and i and i put it in the sun and then she walked up to it and started sniffing it and then started biting at it and i was like no and then i put it inside like an office room and i had some water and shit and i put it in my office and i shut the door and then every time I open the door, she crawls in there, and then she, like, finds it and then starts trying to eat it. So I'm like, shit. Might think it's catnip. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, well, and that's, that's what normally why they do it. It has a similar smell, but they... But, yeah. I mean, she she acts like that she doesn't that she doesn't like weed. Like, she gives this judgmental look thing. But then she's like... she. But then she does a little, like, nose tilted, and then she's like... Like smelling, and I think and I went so to church pretty, with And then cat. about 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 five ten minutes later, my cat's like fucking just chill as fuck, just hanging out, just you know. Our so. cat yesterday. Man, I tell you what, that, it was an experience that having that cat in the house that day. But I'm glad that it's no longer with us. And uh, my wife, on the other hand, was certain it was a stray and we were going to keep it. So we have some cat litter, some cat food, and a tub for you to take home with you today. <laughs> so. That's nice. Good friend. Bought you all your Sweet. supplies. Let's play these tunes, man. All right. Um, I'm just going to randomly choose one because... All right. What's the name of them? Uh, this is Black Magnet. Black Magnet. Okay, see.
That was badass. I like that. That was a little... Yeah, very, uh, very ministry. Very right? moody. Yeah. That's the Halloween party band right there. Yeah. What's their name again? Say it again. Uh, it's a Black Magnet. Black Magnet. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and, and um, yeah, they got that like Nine Inch Nails uh, ministry. I'm digging some, it. Some Tool type uh, songs that kind of have that sound, but... I reach out um, to those guys. And get yeah, them really cool. Uh, um, yeah, I think they're they are from Oklahoma, I believe, because uh, the, their show listings are all Oklahoma. So, um, and they usually usually the bands that cross through Oklahoma City are either from Kansas, uh, Oklahoma, or Texas. Yeah, so, Dallas. Um, a lot yeah, of those guys come up, and they'll come up here to to play because they have a lot of friends that bring shows down there. Uh, and so, um, yeah, there's. That them and then the other band was the Lost In, which, oh, uh, which I'll I'll add one of their songs at the end um, of the Lost episode. In the they album from their CD. Album is called Denied Existence, and we don't know if these guys are from Oklahoma, but Jonathan saw them at the High Low. Yeah, like, and yeah, they're kind of. I don't know how to explain their music. I think I was too blacked out before. <laughs> you know, I, was little, I was a little out of it by the time that they started playing. Well, which one uh, we want to play when we when we edit it in? Um, let's see. Let's do, Pick uh, the meanest sounding one. Oh, shit. Uh, Shadows on the Wall. Shadows on the Wall. <laughs> Alright, All right. well, I, we'll, we'll put that in at the end, and uh, I guess we'll uh, bid adieu. Wofford, thanks for being in with us, bud. Oh, thanks for having right. me, man. Asher, it's always a good time. Get that logo. I'll, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, man. Sir. Jonathan takes out. All right. Uh, the Local Earshot Podcast is a value for value podcast. Uh, we work on donations, and um, and so uh, we consider that called the three T's of uh, podcasting, which is time, talent, and treasure. Uh, people's time, whenever they listen to a show, if you uh, tune in uh, once we go live and, uh, you know, the live feeds and all that, uh, when you listen to the show, you're supporting us, uh, and and so, I mean, you can give in many different ways. Uh, there's uh, your talent, you know, if, if you have a talent in like certain things like art or, uh, you know, uh, venues, things, you have connections with different venues and all that. If, if you have connections in doing, I guess, video and stuff, because I kind of need help with that stuff. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, if you have those, those talents, then I kind of want to connect with you. If you, um, you know... Uh, as for treasure, we, we take donations at the localearshot.com slash donate. Uh, we take crypto. I'm setting up the uh, set, the uh, subscription stuff that's been taking a little longer than what I planned because uh, uh, I'm trying to find the right platform to be able to do it. Patreon uh, kind of does it, but it's not quite what I want. So I don't know much um, about Patreon. I know that's the, the, like the uh, YouTube refugees. That's yeah. where they're going because YouTube's so strict. So yeah, well, and there's and, and even Patreon has demonetized people, but uh, but they the the issue that I run into is that like if you if you do um, PayPal subscriptions, then and you do an amount, then whenever it goes in your PayPal account, there's always fees, mm-hmm. and these fees take away from um, from that. And so even a lot of uh, podcasts set up PO boxes, so then they can actually just have letters and, and just straight checks sent to them. Old school. So then, yeah, because because uh, I mean, there's many different ways to do that though. But Cash App and Vitmo on our our donation page is probably the best way to go. Uh, my buddy um, actually did get a donation last night. Uh, my buddy um, Davey Hollywood, 
uh, is a is kind of a punk rock metal kid that hangs out at all the bars and stuff like that. He gave me twenty bucks. Nice. So and a shout out to the him. Cash app. So um, so yeah. So I mean that that was a donation. Thank you for that. Uh, and and I mean uh, yeah. So uh, thank you for listening to the show. Bye guys.